I have found that throughout my work life, there has been a constant theme in terms of a feeling that has been recurring over and over again throughout the uh, numerous decades that I have been in the work world. And it really has to do with feeling appreciated. It seems simple enough. It doesn't seem like it should be terribly complicated. We, most of us, I think, and I know most, almost all of the people that I have spoken to that, you know, do work of some form or fashion want to feel appreciated in some way. They want to feel appreciated by the people that they report to or work for. Uh, They want to feel appreciated by the people they work with, especially when they're working together as a team. And they want to feel appreciated by the people that we ultimately are of service to or who we deliver our work product to. And I know for me, this has been one that, while on the surface, it does seem, you know, kind of simple. We just want to feel appreciated. But through my mindfulness practice and mindful coping practice in terms of working with my internal reactions to this feeling that I have of wanting or needing to be appreciated, I have found that there's a whole lot more, at least for me, there's been a whole lot more going on under the surface. This is one that I certainly have struggled with a lot. The, the story always kind of went like this. I always felt like I went above and beyond, in, in most cases, gave everything that I could give, tried as hard as I possibly could, tried to be as pleasant and as kind and as respectful. And that's not to say that I haven't had my moments where I have been selfish or arrogant or self-serving in some way or thinking that I knew better than others, thinking that I had, you know, a better solution for something. Uh, It's not to say that I haven't struggled with not being really open to constructive criticism as well as unconstructive criticism. Uh or being questioned about the work that I'm doing. There, These are all things, and I really see the, these things as all being related. It all really comes from our own concept of ourself. It comes from who we ultimately think that we are. And it's that is so broad of a subject that I don't think I can really do any reasonable service to that in the context of what I'm talking about this morning, but suffice it to say that so much of the needs that we feel like we have, and this is not to say that any of these are wrong or bad or invalid, it's just that that's simply what they are. There's no judgment involved, uh, you know, at least at least from the standpoint of mindfulness, because really there's you know there's the, you know that is a space of no judgment of no judgment. They, these are just these are the reactions that we have. These are the feelings that we have, and when we react to things in a certain way, we cause suffering for ourselves that is usually, in most cases, unnecessary. And also, in some cases, we can find ourselves lashing out at others. And this all happens in a space, at least in terms of just talking about the mindfulness aspect. Of, of life and, and in terms of what is really going on, the reality of the situation 
uh, without looking at it through any particular lens other than just, you know, this is what is happening. There's not really any judgment. One way is not any better than another way. There's nothing that's bad or wrong. Uh, it just is. And a lot of these things I found, the, the more still that I was able to get my mind through practicing being still, and not so much even that, but just being aware. It's almost like for me, the more that I, the more time I spent you know, on a regular basis, paying attention, sitting still or walking or whatever I was doing in a sort of a meditative or what they call a flow state, my mind would get more still and I would be able to start, you know, being able to see or feel when my mind was beginning to react to something in a certain way. And it seems like for me, in terms of needing to feel appreciated, this is just one of many struggles that happen for me as a result of having some sort of self-concept of myself, who I believe that I am, who that I think that I am. And I'm not saying that we should not do that or have those beliefs, because it is very human to have them. I am saying that it is possible to get relief from those self-concepts in terms of the suffering that they can cause us when our expectations for what happens to us or what we get in terms of appreciation or respect or love or attention or anything else we can begin to see that you know we the more that we cling to any beliefs about who we are or what our identity is as a person the more that we cling to that, the more that we have expectations about the way other people should treat us. And that is where I found, that's really for me where that was where my edge was. That's where the old saying where the rubber meets the road. When I was able to start picking that apart and unpacking that to a certain degree, I realized that I needed appreciation because I thought somehow that that's what I was supposed to have. I, you know, I wanted to, I was what's referred to as a people pleaser. I wanted to make people happy. I've always had this need to make people happy. I, I can't, I've always struggled with when I make people upset or disappoint them. And that's caused me some, some difficulties as well. I've had to work through a lot of those issues as well. Because sometimes, you know, I give when I've really got nothing to give. I'm not really taking care of myself, uh, and I've got really nothing uh, left in terms of, of emotional reserves, and yet I will still continue to give. And then when, I'm, when it's not appreciated, it becomes a vicious cycle. I found myself, once I became aware of it, I would give more and more, trying to, quote-unquote, ring that bell, you know, in terms of getting the appreciation that I was looking for. And I wore myself out. I uh, became really disheartened. I became really jaded in terms of just feeling like I was never really being appreciated. And what is interesting is when you slow that down and you start looking at that, you, once you realize that you're feeling unappreciated, and if you're not aware of the fact that that is a feeling, and not to say that the feeling is wrong or that it isn't true, but it is just a feeling, and not to say that feelings aren't important, but it is just something that happens to us as humans. And they really, if you take a closer look and slow things down, they can point out to us, they can be a source of wisdom, 
and they can also be a source of ignorance. They can also be a source of, of overreaction, of getting lost in them. They can, we can end up getting way off track if we are intending to live more mindfully and to be more in the moment. These feelings can lead us astray when we start believing them to the point that that's all we see, that we lose touch with the reality of what's really going on. So this is a balancing act. And the more that we practice being aware of what our minds are doing and being able to step back and create some headspace so that we can see, oh, okay, you know, I'm feeling this. And the more that we can be a witness to those feelings that we're having, the more that we can look at those from the standpoint of a dispassionate observer. And, and, and I'm saying all these things to say it doesn't happen overnight. And, you know, I guess it could for someone. I can't say that it can't. But generally, like all disciplines, it takes practice. And getting back to the original point of not feeling appreciated and my struggles with that, I first had to understand where all this came from because I bumped into this a lot. I would work really hard. I would be, you know, the old saying, I would bend over backwards, you know, give to the point of overgiving and never feel like I was getting the appreciation I was looking for. And I would, I would give so much appreciation. I would be so over the top in appreciating other people. And I always told myself that I was doing it because I really appreciated them. And I believe that I did. But once I was able to slow my mind down and slow things down and start looking at my reactions to things, I was able to see that there was also a selfish component in this as well. And there again, not to beat myself up emotionally, not to judge myself. It didn't mean that I was a bad person or that I was wrong. It just means that I'm human. It's the only way I can really say that. And once I was able to see that this was really just a vicious cycle, it was a repetitive pattern that I had fallen into. And this is generally the way this works with these kinds of repetitive patterns. We have certain themes in our lives that we, we have stories that we believe about us being a certain person, things that happen to us. And I realize in a lot of cases, things really did happen. But it is the narrative that we develop and what we tell ourselves about what happened and how we react to that and how we store that in our subconscious is where it really causes problems for us later. Because we can be caught in a loop of just reacting to the same thing over and over again. In other words, and I can look back over the last 30 years that I have been in the workplace and I can see that this was clearly a repetitive pattern for me. I would constantly feel unappreciated or not appreciated enough or not appreciated at all. And then I would become resentful. Then that would start a whole other series of events. I would start distancing myself from people. I uh, would continue to try probably more than I should have for a period of time. And then there was really just, it was a binary proposition. I was either all the way on or all the way off. And when I was off, I was done. And there was no middle ground. And I always found myself, at the end of this cycle, I always felt must, found myself and felt myself being in the same place emotionally every time. I was emotionally withdrawn. I was despondent. I was disappointed. I was hurt because I did not feel appreciated at all or appreciated enough. And then the resentment would start, and then the anger, and then 
what would start after that would be the constant looping over and over of memories of times when I didn't feel appreciated. And that was just my mind's way of reinforcing this feeling. The sad part about all this is when I take a closer look at it, I realize there have been times where I have been genuinely appreciated in the workplace when I, and, you know, with doing the work that I have done. There have been times where I have received appreciation from people. I've had people express that to me, but that I had the bar set way too high. My expectations for what I thought appreciation should look like were really set to the high, ridiculously high standards that I had set for myself in terms of what I expected myself, what I expected me to show in terms of appreciation to, appreciation to others. So I say all this to say that this is really, at least in my case, and I hope this will help others in some way if they are ever feeling unappreciated at work or not feeling appreciated enough or feeling like their efforts go unnoticed. And I'm not saying that in any of these cases, this, these things aren't valid. There may be a lot of situations where this is very true. We're not feeling appreciated or appreciated enough. The, uh, effort, you know, the extra effort that we put in, the extra mile that we go, the uh, extra time that we put in, the sacrifices that we make, to really do our part and sometimes do our part and then some sometimes are not going to be met with appreciation sometimes they will be met with expectations to do more to do it faster to do it cheaper this is unfortunately the way that the world works now and I know that you know resigning myself to it and feeling pessimistic about it isn't really going to make it any better for me either. I realize that sometimes feels like the way I want to go, but then I realize I'm not coping. So the question comes back to always, when we feel, at least for me, what I found what helped me was anytime I caught myself, and that's what I love to use when we talk about mindfulness, where really what we're doing is we're catching ourselves in the act of feeling unappreciated. We're catching ourselves in the act of feeling resentful because we're not appreciated. We're catching ourselves in the act of holding grudges against people who we feel like don't appreciate us at all or don't appreciate us enough. Uh, we begin to feel like a victim because of the fact that we're not being appreciated at all or enough. And as you can see, this is a, there, there are so many different things that we can, so many different feelings and reactions that we can catch ourselves in the act of indulging in and believing fully and not having any perspective at all, not being able to really have any clarity because we are completely lost in our beliefs about what is happening to us and who we think we are and who we think others are. It is amazing to me that something as simple as a feeling of being unappreciated or not being appreciated enough really is has its origins in something a little bit more complex and a little bit more complicated. And I know that it's not always simple or easy to find out where the origins of that are. That could be something that could be trauma from childhood. That could be something that happened to us as a younger person. And we have stored it away somehow in our subconscious memory. We've stored it away sometimes in our conscious memory. And it gets stored as well. And they have, you know, recent 
scientific studies are, are showing more and more that we tend to store trauma and hurt feelings in our bodily tissues. It, you know, it, So it is not as simple as just memories that are stored in our brain. These are things that we feel viscerally and store them in our bodies. And so sometimes it takes a little more work than just being mindful of it. And that's really a case-by-case situation. But really what the scope of this is, is in terms of just being just being able to be aware, just that alone, just being able to have the headspace to be able to have more clarity and more perspective and to be simply aware of the fact that we are caught up in a belief about a story about who we are that has been victimized in some way or not getting what it is that we feel like we should get. That if we can just realize that, that alone can change our lives. It can change the way that we feel. It can change our experiences at work. Now, I do also want to say that it may possibly be very valid that we're not appreciated. I know that I have been in situations and I've known other people who've been in work situations where they genuinely are not being appreciated, where they are being seen as just a means to an end, where their feelings are not being considered at all, and where they are treated you know, not treated as valued members of a team or valued members of an organization. They're just basically people doing something that they're, that they're being paid to do. I have a very close friend who has been struggling a lot with this in terms of a job that she took over a year ago and was working for someone who really wanted to be a mentor to her and took her under her wing and really, she really believed that she had finally found that place that she was always wanting to get to, that job that she always wanted, that situation that she had always craved in terms of professional growth and development. And less than a year later, came to find out that this person that that she was working for was nothing what she thought that she was, nothing like what she thought she was. This person ended up essentially telling her, you know, straight up, you know, it's, it is, uh, you know, I, you know, that they, that she can't really be looked to, to really provide anything for her in terms of support or guidance. And now this friend of mine finds herself in a position where things are no longer working for her there. She does not feel valued. She does not feel appreciated. She does by some members of the organization, but not by the person who hired her originally. The person that is in charge of and that runs the organization. So I guess what I'm saying here is, yes, there may be times where we really aren't appreciated and where we really are taken advantage of. But I, the, the final point I want to make is, is that I, you know, it's, it's definitely very difficult to really determine if that is the truth. It's really difficult to determine if that is really what's going on, if that is really a recurring pattern when we are lost in a place of reacting to a feeling that we have and having the thoughts that we have about those feelings, which is just leading us deeper and deeper into those beliefs that we have where we really don't have any perspective because we're so caught up in clinging to beliefs about what is happening to us and about what is being done to us. And it may be the waters may be further muddied by the fact that our minds are remembering something that happened to us possibly many, many years ago. 
that we are just it's just triggering something that we're not even aware of consciously so I say all this to say this can get really complicated really quickly it can get really tough to find our way through to a place of clarity and perspective when we're lost in the middle of those reactions it's only when we can catch ourselves in the act of being locked in a, in a pattern of that or locked in a loop of that cycling over and over again it's only when we can realize that we're there and we're not here when we can finally return back here which is much easier in, in a lot of cases than we realize. In some cases, it's not. Some cases, we have to let go of a lot of beliefs about ourselves and who we are and what's happening to us. And to just sit with those feelings to let things calm down to where we can finally have the headspace to start you know, really unpacking this and really determining if we are, in fact, not being appreciated or taken advantage of or not really valued in the organization where we're working or really with any relationships in life. This can happen outside work as well as it can at work. So it is. this is really all about being able to see the difference between what things look like to us when we're locked in, you know, in that, what I call that train, what's been referred to is that trance of reactivity, that trance of reactions, that trance of believing everything that we're thinking about what we're feeling, that it is very, very difficult to really see what's really going on. And there, that mindfulness practice can certainly be that base to help us start to have more awareness about what our minds are doing and and what is really going on. Mindful coping can help us to develop the skills to be able to sit with those feelings that we're having, to sit with those reactions that we are clinging to until we can get to a place where we can actually have more perspective and more clarity, where we cannot do any more damage than has possibly already been done by others or by ourselves or both. There is a way, there is a way to step back from this. It just takes practice.